Hello, and welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thank you for listening this Friday, March 19th, 2021. Topics on today's episode include my interview with Doorway's Matt Danilovitz and further inflation fears impact on the bond market. If you love robocalls, raise your hand. I thought so. I myself have had no cess obtaining their actual home phone numbers to call them back and finish the conversation. Imagine that. But the FCC has issued the biggest fine at $225 million in the agency's history as the new FCC chairwoman takes on robocalls. It is not just the calls themselves. It's the things they interrupt too, like hoops on TV. We all love a good buzzer-beating basket, but what about the anxiety that goes along with it? The last days or even hours of the mortgage loan process can produce a lot of anxious energy for borrowers, which often translates to missed opportunities for referrals. According to data from MortgageSat, a late start to a closing alone drops the net promoter score 59 points, and inaccuracies on the closing documents all but forfeit advocacy with a 73-point net promoter score drop. In his March tip, MortgageSat director Mike Seminari provides three steps originators can take to minimize end-of-game miscues. For that link, as well as ones for employment, lender products and services, updates on the rental market, and agency changes, visit robchrisman.com. I'd like to thank today's podcast sponsor, MCT, and specifically their MSR services. Whether you are getting your agency approvals, selling through co-issue, or actively growing your portfolio, MCT offers a suite of tools along with an experienced team to help you with all of your mortgage servicing rights needs. With that being said, I wanted to bring on Matt Danilovitz, CEO of Doorway Home Loans. Matt, what's your strategy for MSR retain and release decisions? The difficult thing about our, our industry, and at the same time, the, the interesting thing about our industry is it's, it's cyclicality, right? So in the mortgage world, we're constantly facing big swings, up and down, up and down in, in the markets. Um, and so if a company like ours can find any way to offset some of that disequilibrium, we've got to explore it and utilize it as much as possible. And it just so happens that the MSRs are, are the perfect vehicle to provide uh, sort of a hedge, sort of a, an insurance policy, if you want to look at it that way, uh, that really helps uh, even out some of that disequilibrium. And that, of course, happens because naturally the uh, the MSRs tend to accelerate in value when interest rates are increasing, meaning that it's kind of running counter to what our retail origination business looks like. So it tends to do better when our retail originations are in decline. And so in that regard, holding servicing is a great a great strategy in general. It also so happens that in, in over this last year of 2020, given the turmoil in the marketplace, it was also a strategy that frankly, we fell into and that a lot of companies fell into because if you were issuing, for example, Ginny May securities, you just didn't have much of an, of an option. You, you have to hold servicing when you initiate a Ginny May loan. And the, uh, the big aggregators who typically would purchase those loans from us up front for cash had exited the market. So if we wanted to continue playing in that part of the space, we had no choice but to hang on to our own servicing and to and to handle it ourselves. And when I say ourselves, that we do that through a subservicer, but it's it, you know it's our responsibility. So anyway, so the strategy for us that's made a lot of sense is to uh, retain servicing, 
especially in this marketplace, use it as an offset uh, that's going to enhance our balance sheet and our P&L as we see the changes and the volatility in the origination market. Uh, and we hang on to that servicing for a rainy day. And you never know when that rainy day is going to come. And you maybe need to do a bulk sale of those those uh, service loans and, and infuse some cash into your company, which we've done at several points during our history. It does provide a lovely cross hedge. So you chose to work with MCT on your latest MSR sale. How did you choose them? And what was the process like? And, and what was the end benefit to you? Well, uh, we chose MCT because, frankly, we knew them. Uh, we knew them because, they, you know, they're our hedge advisory. And we've always been pleased at the kind of relationship that we had with, with MCT. We always felt like they were such a trusted counterparty, such a, such a valuable piece of our secondary market operations. It was only natural, was natural for us to turn in that direction to uh, you know, to to explore what M- MCT had to offer, and I I had heard that MCT had entered this particular space and and was offering servicing assistance, but I, I didn't know too much about it. So my my good contacts at, at MCT, uh, Phil Rosari and 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 Tom Farmer introduced us to Phil Laren, and uh, and and Phil impressed me from the from the outset as really understanding this market space. He has years and years of experience. And, uh, you know, really felt like we stumbled along maybe in a, on a different path. Maybe we could have, could have chosen someone else or maybe try to do it on our own. But, you know, if you think about it, most companies will sell bulk servicing, you know, maybe you know, a smaller company like ours might do it once every four or five years, maybe. To have the opportunity to work with somebody like Phil and MCT who are guiding these transactions, you know, weekly, certainly monthly at a minimum, and really know and understand how the process works, it just made all the logical sense in the world. I definitely, definitely am very pleased that we, that we went that direction. What was, the, what was the actual outcome of the sale? How do you feel like they helped you in terms of basis point pickup or communication throughout the process or the, the customer service? They helped us at a lot of levels, and because we're limited on time, I won't go into every single detail, but basically they they provided us just the general guidance uh, to you know to to provide us just a, a sense of what the process would look like and you know just a lot of basic learnings and 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 knowledge that they shared up front, which was which was fabulous. It really made the process easier. and they came in as well with a good understanding, not just of the, the theoretical or general aspects of a, of a bulk servicing sale, but with very specific market knowledge. Uh, again, because MCT is in the market all the time doing these transactions, they have a good sense of what pricing looks like, what demand looks like, who are the players out there who are the likely purchasers of servicing, what the uh, what what their reputations are like, uh, and 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 they really provide great guidance, and so they they saved us an enormous amount of time in this process, because they could guide us to the prospective buyers that made the most sense for us, given the nature of our portfolio that we were selling. They understood who would be the best fit, who would be the best bidders, and they were able to really expedite the process and move through it really really quickly. You know, one of the things that that you you find when you get into the business of trying to sell your 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 loans is that 
you know, you want to you want to be working with the right kinds of people that that reputationally fit with your expectations, and you and you kind of want to keep these transactions quiet. You don't necessarily want to put out a big announcement all over the place that you're selling your servicing portfolio. There's a lot that can go wrong if that knowledge leaks out too widely. You, you want to keep that as a, a more confidential process. Yet at the same time, you want to have enough prospective bidders that you're going to get a good price. And, and MCT was able to navigate that beautifully. The final point in all of it is that thanks to figuring out the right timing, the right potential parties, and also in scouring through our portfolio to determine which loans would be the most optimally attractive to a prospective purchaser, uh, I'm very confident we picked up probably somewhere between 10 and 15 basis points by working with MCT that we would definitely not have gotten if we had tried to do this on our own or if we had done it maybe with a, a smaller, less experienced company. So uh, so I'm confident that translated into a lot of money for us. And, uh, and, and, I, and I definitely next time around would take the exact same approach and I would turn to MCT because I think they, they really did deliver far in excess of, of what we paid them in their fee structure. It was, it was fabulous in, in the end. They also helped us a lot in terms of finalizing the transaction. And just as a word to the wise, uh, a, a sale of bulk servicing is not over on the date of the transaction. I can assure anyone who's contemplating this that, that, that it, it, it has a tendency to have a long tail. The, the process is time-consuming. There tend to be problems that crop up and rise even after the transaction date. Uh, a lot of issues, sometimes some haggling over loans that you know, could be going bad right before the transaction, right after the transaction. You got a lot, a lot of cleanup work uh, very, very complicated, detailed level of information interchange between you and the purchaser of your servicing. And here again, I have to say, MCT got involved in a way that not only helped us subjectively and qualitatively, but really translated uh, into real money saved. Again, probably several additional basis points uh, that we saved by by ensuring that that the transaction did complete, did go all the way through, and end to end, you know, it took us probably nine months to complete the entire transaction, and MCT stayed with us throughout that whole process to a point I was almost embarrassed at how much I was relying on their help, but uh, they they just kept coming through and helping us to negotiate even the small nuanced little details relating to the closure of. of all the individual loans in the transaction. They were wonderful with it. Well, I'm almost embarrassed as to how happy of a, a client you are considering they're our sponsor this week. But I thank you very much for taking the time to, to come on and talk to me about it. I, I really appreciate you, you being on the podcast. Now it's a pleasure. No problem, Robbie. Take care. Stop me when you've heard this one before. Inflation fears boosted treasury yields yesterday. Stop? Okay. And that was even after Fed Chair Powell dismissed longer-term inflation at his press conference on Wednesday. Those fears easily overshadowed the latest jobless claims report, which showed another unexpected increase in new claims, up 45,000 to 770,000, when it was expected to decrease. It paints a clear picture of a labor market still struggling with business closures and health concerns. On a positive note, continuing claims fell for the ninth straight week to 4.12 million for the week ending March 6th. Separately, Freddie Mac's latest primary mortgage market survey saw the 30-year rate increase slightly to 3.09%. Per Black Knight, 
Active forbearance plans fell again this week, this time by 16,000 from last Tuesday, as servicers continue to work through the large volume of scheduled March month-end expirations. As of March 16th, 2.59 million homeowners remain in forbearance, representing 4.9% of all homeowners with mortgages. It also marks the first time we've fallen below 2.6 million homeowners in forbearance since early April 2020. Of the 1.2 million homeowners in forbearance whose plans were scheduled to expire at the end of this month, some 620,000 March-end expirations remain. Extension and removal activity will be worth keeping an eye on over the next few weeks, as it will be very telling of what to expect in the coming months. Today's economic calendar is light, with no major data or Fed speakers scheduled. The New York Fed desk continues to support the demand for fixed-income securities by conducting two MBS purchase operations, targeting 2% and 2.5% across $1.9 billion in Gini 2s and $2.9 billion in UMBS 30s. We start the last day of the week with agency MBS prices better by an eighth, and the U.S. 10-year yielding 1.69% after closing yesterday at 1.73%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. I got home last night and found a Get Better Soon card on the table. I turned to my girlfriend and said, I'm not sick. She replied, It's not a suggestion. It's an ultimatum. (laughs) Thanks again to today's sponsor, MCT. Over the past 20 years, MCT has evolved from a pipeline hedging services specialist into the industry leader for fully integrated capital markets, software, and services. Anchored by its comprehensive platform, MCT Live, MCT offers the innovative technology and bespoke client support needed to elevate your business. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.